Okay, Russell, I want to know what your first impression of something has been. Wait. Ooh, okay, what, what is that something? What's your first, what was your first impression of me when you met me? What was your first impression? All right, so I remember this. This is dangerous. This, yeah, this is very dangerous. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> uh, so, if I remember rightly, this was at a conference somewhere in Melbourne. It was. You either messaged me or I messaged you, I don't remember. But you like, messaged me. Okay, so Phil and I were staying in a hotel room, already weird, together. And yeah. then I think you messaged me and you're like, hey, something, something, let's hang out or what are you doing or whatever. I'm like, hey, come up to our hotel room. So now there's there's three of us in the hotel room, Jelly. Three straight there guys. Was yeah, there, there was multiple. There was multiple people. Because oh, right. Mark Edwards was there. Yeah. And I think maybe I think maybe Matt was there. Yeah, could be, could be. So my I had two initial impressions. My yep. very first impression was, wow, that white thing that you drew in your hair on your avatar, which I just assumed was some kind of like manga anime thing i'm like oh no that's actually real like jelly that's actually a real thing has a white yeah. streak and i'm trying to remember what my second impression i think my second impression was like oh jelly seems all right because i was worried you know you meet someone for the first time you're always a little bit worried that they're going to be some weird like internet stalker who's going to murder you in a back alley or something so yeah i, I assessed you in the first 10 seconds as not not being that kind of person <laughs> do you feel like you got that right <laughs> I don't know, man. Seventy uh, something episodes in, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should reassess my first impression. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was talking to a mate of mine, Liam, today, and we were talking no, no, about. Wait a second. Wait a second. You have to give me your reverse first no, impression I'm, of I'm me. Just, I'm, I'm going there? to. I'm okay. going to. Yeah, cool. Just check. Um, we were talking about like the first impressions of things, and so that you are happy. My first impression of you was that I think you were a little bit full on. Like at the first, my first kind of impression of was oh whoa like this guy is like just he's chatting and you're kind of out there because yeah I'm, i mean i i say it over and over again i'm introverted i definitely didn't message you i'm pretty sure it was you that messaged me and i got to the i got there and i was like i've never met these people before like this this is really weird and I, you were, you were, you seemed okay. You were, you were pretty talky, but you know, I, I guess that ended up ended up being a good thing because you know, podcast and all. <laughs> I could just sit here in silence if you want. <laughs> so yeah, I th- I thought we would talk about about first impressions today because I think first impressions are something that they, I mean, they don't you don't always get them right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, as in, as in, yeah, you don't always get them right. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. Let's throw some double negatives in there. I mean, obviously, there's you know first impressions about people, and but there are also things like what about like have you ever had a bad first impression about something like a piece of tech that ended up being wrong? Ooh, have I ever? Yes, I have. So, well, along in the wrong in the long run, I guess. So, my first impression of Android was that this is the worst operating system in the world and anyone that yep. uses this just needs to just be smacked over the head like with their phone repeatedly until the phone breaks or, or they break, like whichever comes yep. first. Yep, yep. And yep. I, I didn't right want to revisit you. it after that because I'm like <laughs> I had such a bad, a bad first impression. People were like, no, you should try it again. I'm like, I'm not trying that operating system again, like not on your life. It was one of the worst experiences I've ever had with a phone. And then years later I did actually try it again. I'm like, oh, you know what? It has actually gotten better. What people said is true. Yeah, I th- I think that that sort of thing happens quite frequently, and tech is one of those things where it, everything is growing and changing all the time, and especially like something like Android, which 
you know, every release you would hope that it gets better. Uh, and so eventually you kind of reach that threshold of, wow, like, you know, it used to be really bad and now it's really good. I've had the reverse happen to me as well. So Really? I, yeah, yeah. So I bought the PS3 when it first came out and yep. Sony made the worst user interface decisions imaginable. And the thing was just like, I wouldn't say unusable, but it was so complicated and convoluted. It didn't do any of the things that the Xbox 360 did. And I'm like, this time around, I'm going to buy me an Xbox One because I saw like how you know good Microsoft was with everything except the hardware quality. We can talk about that another time. And then this year, the PS4 was way better than the Xbox One. I'm like, oh, gosh, God damn it. Like, chose the wrong one again. Mm. Anyway, mm. so they, they like reversed the first impressions of the mm. third console that they made. Yep. Yeah. See, I've, I've always, I was always an Xbox guy. And then I decided with this round of like consoles that I was going to go with the PS4. And I feel like I made the right decision. Yeah, I feel like you did as well. And I feel like the market kind of went with you as well since four times mm. as many people bought them or whatever. Not that I'm bitter it's, or anything that I bought the wrong one. I'm a little bit sad though that I can't play Tomb Raider. Yeah, no, Tomb Raider is good. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, but I'm, in the reverse, I'm sad that I can't play things like Uncharted and Last of Us and all those Uncharted other was good. Games. And Last of Us was good. And Firewatch was good. I really enjoyed Yeah, although I played that on PC. So I'm one of those people that also has a PC. But yeah, I don't play games on PC, but this is way off this is we, way, we off, topic. way off topic. You're correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but like uh, this is a sort of thing that I, I get all the time and it's something that I actually have a rule about as well. Ooh, which what's is your rule? a bit weird. So it it's specifically in regards to television. And as has been mentioned previously, I watch a good chunk of television at any, like, I mean, during kind of peak seasons, because that does happen in TV, I'll, I'll be watching anywhere between like six to eight shows uh, a week. And, you know, outside of that time, I'll usually be like, you know, watching lots of shows, kind of just uh, marathoning them or whatever you want to call them. I watch a lot of TV and doing so, uh, I also watch a lot of pilots and pilots are terrible. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, like, if there, if there's anything you want to not take a first impression of <laughs> based on, <laughs> yeah. like, your first viewing of it, it's, it's like television show pilots. Yeah, here's the show where we weren't really sure what we we're doing. We didn't have any budget whatsoever and we didn't know yep. if the network was going to take our show, but... Yeah, form all your first impressions from this. And also, like, people haven't gotten to the characters yet. The story hasn't really been kind of fleshed out really that well. Like, and there are some really bad pilots um, that have turned out to be amazing shows. So, I don't know how that works. Yeah, no, I've, I've had exactly the same thing with television. I mean, it's even worse when uh, you recommend a show to someone or someone recommends a show to you and you watch one episode of it and you're like, this show is horrible. Like, I don't want to watch this ever again. And it turns out you just saw the one episode that was, you know, badly written or just had like, you know, weird director directing it or something. And all the others were amazing. Like, have you had that? Yeah, I've, I've definitely had that. That's, that happens all the time. It's, it's one of these things with, I think with television specifically, like, it's not that dissimilar to tech. It, like, you, you hope that it gets better and better over time, but it's always the same, unlike tech, in that it doesn't really, like, the the whole point of a TV show is that it doesn't really change its format or its, you know, the kind of feel that you get. You know, characters grow and change and do all their bits and pieces, but you kind of always want it to be the same. And that, that you know, I guess the first impressions of those sort of things, they, you know, you, you kind of want to, be right about a show because if you don't if you stop watching it it ends up being really good I don't know yeah well this is okay, why I have a rule. thing okay if if some good friend of Jelly recommends a show to Jelly 
and you're watching it like, this show is terrible. How many episodes will you watch before you're like, no, I was right, this show is terrible? So, it depends on how bad it is. Um, like, or rather, it depends on how much I dislike it. I, I make best effort to try to watch the entire first season. Ooh, that, that's that's a deep investment. There are shows that that doesn't happen. So, I watched a show. It was on Netflix. It was, wasn't recommended to me except for maybe my Netflix, but they get it wrong all the time. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. In fact, I'm going to have to open Netflix so I can remember because it still comes up on my thing. It's a British show. And as a general rule, British I don't show, like British show? show. No, it's like a it's like a comedy. All right. That's every British show ever made that you're describing now. No, that's not true because because British shows are either like these really, really weird, awkward comedies or they're like dark and gritty. And it's not like dark and gritty American style. It's dark and gritty where like watching it you feel like you're in like a back alley where you're going to get mugged that's that's just watching it <laughs> that's, you know that's nothing not a to do with comedy that's <laughs> like oh it's funny guys i can't find it it's a show about siblings maybe it's called siblings anyway it's a show about these two siblings and they live together or something and they're like terrible people and i got about three or four episodes into this and i was like yeah i can't watch this anymore i just really can't i can't do it but as a general rule i'll try to give it a, a full season okay so what what about with movies because i find for me i will only endure the first 10 minutes of a movie and like i'm not talking about sitting in the cinema I, if i've paid a bit more i might sit a bit longer but if i'm at home and I've rented it and or, you know, borrowed it from the internet. Yeah. I, I will only sit there for 10 minutes. And I'm like, if I don't like this show, I'm just – like Michelle and I rented a show the other day and it, we I think we actually paid for it. It was like $4 of my own money, Jelly, and it had 95% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and it came recommended by pretty much all my friends. What movie was this? This was What We Do in the Night, that vampire movie by the crazy New Zealand uh, people. Yep. And I, yep. we watched like the first 10 minutes. I'm like – I don't find this funny. Like, I get that there's humor there. I get that mm. some people probably laugh, but I'm like, nah. And we just turned yeah. it off. It's pretty rare that I will, like, stop a movie halfway through. It's it's rarer than even me getting, like, through a full season of television. Worst case scenario, you're investing maybe three hours of time. And usually I watch movies. I, I have a tendency to watch movies whilst doing other things. Uh, you're one of those people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely one of those people. See, I didn't get that in my first impression, that you're one of those people. <laughs> Oh, well, how do you think I get so much stuff done, but also watch so much TV? It's you—you you have to multitask. It's All right, just this, how this is a topic for another show because I do not understand people that do this. To me, like TV and and movies are an experience, and if you go and do something else, then you've you've spoiled the experience. But anyway, yeah. not for this show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would definitely, I'll, I'll definitely give a, a movies a pretty good shot. Um, I think one of the things about movies and to a certain extent TV is that I'll make a first impression based off what I hear about it first, and very rarely will it get past that stage. Like unless I, uh, unless I am, I, I get to the you know the lowest of the low period, which is when you're on a, an airplane and you have nothing else to watch. <laughs> oh well, I guess I'll watch this terrible movie that I've been putting off for ages. I have a fairly good like understanding of what I like out of a television show, and I'll try and figure out if it's got that sort of like you know it covers those bases. And honestly, most of the time, if it doesn't make it past that, I won't give it the time of day. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I have this thing on the plane where if I see everyone else watching it and I figure I'm not hip, but some of these people must be hip 
And so there must be a reason for me to watch this movie and also just to avoid having to see the same scene like 35 <laughs> times as every single person like around the plane yep. is, is watching some show. I watched some show Cloverfield, I think it was called. Yep. And I saw, yeah, some woman chained to a bed like 50 times, not, not in a sexual way, just chained to a bed. And I'm like, all right, I got to know what the hell like this movie's about because someone is holding someone prisoner for some reason like, and I don't get it. And so I ended up watching the whole movie just for that reason, Jelly. Mm. So that was my first impression is everyone else is watching this except me. Do you, do you feel like you made the right choice? I feel like I do. It was kind of an interesting movie. I don't know if you've seen it or not. I, I think the wo- the movie you're talking about is 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's the one, 10 Cloverfield Lane, where the L or something is like underground because she's been held underground. It's a clever title. Uh, and the movie poster. Clever. Is it the L? It could be one of the other letters. I don't know. Anyway. I, I, I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I'm lazy. All right. So, I have to ask you, we form first impressions about people, about movies, about TV shows, about all sorts of things, tech. Is is it hard once you form the first impression to actually change it? I actually wonder if that's if that's true, especially on when it's a bad first impression. Um, because, I mean, if you have a bad first impression of some something, it's almost like you have to unlearn stuff in order to be able to change that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, I meet people all the time and I'm like, you know what, this person's a bit weird. There's something a bit off about them. Like, I don't like them. And I'm way less likely to – I'm not talking about dating, but I mean even just like making new friends. Like, I'm way less yeah. likely to go and hang out with that person if my first impression was like, you know what, there's something a bit off about that person. But what I found is like I'm kind of looking back on all these experiences and I'm like some of these people, they turned out to be really cool people, like people I love hanging out with now. And they just they were just bizarre at first, I guess, because – I don't know, like they're maybe they're not like me or they're just a bit full on or they're just different in some way. And I think initially like difference can seem like, oh, this person's not the same as me. Therefore, there must be something odd about this person and I should avoid them. And sometimes yeah, I think that instinct is actually wrong. I mean, sometimes it's also survival instinct. Like this person's going to stab me and it turns out they do stab you and <laughs> maybe that's a bad thing. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. I think sometimes as well, like the first impressions that I get of people are more to do with like how I feel like or how like or about me, if that makes any yeah, sense. Like I'm not, sense. it's not, it's not necessarily like I'm making the first impression of myself. It's more my first impression of them is based on like, you know, oh, I, I, you know, when I met that person, I really wanted to be somewhere else right there at that point. <laughs> I wasn't really interested in meeting that person, but I, you know, I was there and I had the conversation and oh, I just like, you know, that person really didn't kind of, you know, I, I didn't really, wasn't really into, you know, talking to them. And so I didn't really like them, but it's not about them. Not that that's a real, that's not even a real person, but it has happened. I just, I don't remember to who. And it's obviously that's more to do with like my state of mind than anything, anything to do with them. And I find that when I have to meet them again for some reason or, you know, not, you know, have to, uh, if I, (laughs) if I, you know, meet them again for some reason, uh, you know, a lot of the time I'll find that it's, that has changed or maybe I was wrong or maybe I've like, maybe I like have taken offense to them for some reason, but actually like they seemed cool. Like, you know, they seem cool at a second kind of glance and it's because it's all because of the way that I was feeling that first time that we met. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. So the thing that interests me though is, okay, let, let's say that the majority of the first impression is actually based on you, which kind of seems true. Like in my experience as well, like it's all being filtered through the lens of like things you've seen before and things you're used to and even like your own personality. 
if that's the case, then is it bad that some things don't get a chance to make like a second impression, if that makes sense? Like, you know, the old saying, like, what is it? First impressions last. So, like, make a good one because you might not get a chance to make a second one. That's totally a saying that's probably. Like I, I don't think that's somehow. exactly the, the, that's exactly the same, <laughs> but I think it, like it is true. Like first impressions do count, and that's simply because, like a lot of the time, uh, and especially with things like like going to events and stuff like that, the people that you meet there might be like that might be the only time you ever meet them. And I I, I think that it's important to try and you know be as kind of open to you know the person or you know to the things and look just be open like i i feel like being open to like you know to things is is going to put you on a better kind of first footing with you know the first impression type thing uh than anything else possibly could yeah my one problem with that though is when you're right about a first impression like there are a few people in my life who have got bad vibes from and then they those bad vibes turned out to be like 100% accurate i feel yep. like that memory is way stronger than when I had a first impression about someone, then I got to know them and it turned out they were really like a good person. Like I feel like the first one sticks with you way harder than the second one does, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, I mean, that that might be true, but I, I feel like if you go into something with an open mind, an open heart maybe. <laughs> oh, this uh, is starting to get yeah. philosophical, <laughs> if not spiritual. But if you go into something with an open mind, then, I mean, you still like it's still okay. Like it's being open-minded doesn't necessarily mean that you say yes to everything. That's that's ridiculous. Like uh, it doesn't mean that everything is positive and you know, rainbows and lollipops. It's it it's more about like rather than focusing on on your own kind of stuff that's going on in your life. You know, I've got to go to another meeting in a minute, and I'm I'm really I'm kind of running late. And I need to get out the door. Rather than focusing on that stuff, focus on the like be open about like who you're talking to and be kind of I, don't, I guess be in the moment. It's all about being in the moment. <laughs> Yolo, <laughs> wherever you are, be there. Is that, is that the advice you're giving to people now? <laughs> wow, Joe, that's, yeah, that's so deep. Like, I, no, I, I do think there's something to that. It's that it's not just that if you're making a first impression, try and make a good one. It's also like if you're meeting someone for the first time and they're making a first impression. On you, I guess you want to be as open as you can so it's not coloured by, yeah, whatever mood you're in or like, you know, whatever else is on your mind or... Yeah. I think the other thing is as human beings is we're kind of conditioned to look for the worst in people before we look for the best as well. I mean, yep. I don't know how you reverse something like that except being conscious of it. You're like, okay, I know I'm conditioned to look for bad things in people, but what if I look for some good things like instead? I think that could be a thing. I think that could be a thing. Yeah. I think we yeah. can make this a thing. Yeah. We need like a fancy hashtag or something for it. Do you remember the, this is a little bit off topic, but not completely. Do you remember there was some vulnerability Heartbleed and had its own oh, graphic yeah. and hashtag and like yeah, a website? Like, like fully branded. It was yeah. crazy. I feel like we yep. need to brand this somehow, Jelly. How, how are we going to brand this? Uh, we need something that really drives it home, I think. Like really kind of makes it, I don't know, just like explode in your mind. Oh, something that makes it pop. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. 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 Something that makes a pop. Gives a bit but of pop. Is, you can't use the word pop because pop means too many other things. Yeah, like pop, music, pop music, pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we can't use, use the word explode. pop. It's a bit, it's a bit violent. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, it just, yeah. just does, it does. It carries a lot of, uh, you know, violence. It's just connotations. Yeah. yeah. The lateral yeah. damage type stuff. You can't. Yeah. 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 Maybe, uh, maybe boom. <laughs> 